Oh, hey there, hockey fans. It's that special time of the year, a time of year that every team dreams of and, well, only a few teams actually get to experience. A time of year that for some of your USPHL folks, well, you've already completed it. But for the NHL guys, for the big boys of hockey, we're just getting started. And we have put together what we think might be a little bit of an interesting look at Something that's going on a lot in the podcasting world, the NHL Bracket Challenge. Everyone's got an opinion, but you know whose opinion to trust because you're listening to him right now. It's the Dan K Show podcast, and, you know, my name might be Lucas Jones, but there's another man whose name is on the show. It's Dan K, Mr. Show. How are you feeling right now? This bracket is a tough one. I'm excited for the postseason, and, and this year, Lucas, it... A lot of times, you know, I miss the old one through eight. I'll tell you that much. I'll start there with the, with the way that the, the NHL used to see its postseason. I do miss the old school one through eight. I think when everybody's playing each other in a normal 82 game season, you look at it at the end of the year, there's no reason why we can't see this thing one through eight. The storylines it creates, it creates what you see in the Western Conference right now, which is a Minnesota team having to play a St. Louis team two wagons, one of them's going to be gone in the first round. It's similar to kind of the, the qualms we have at times when we get to the Nationals in the USPHL, right? And wanting to kind of seed that out of a hat in the FIFA World Cup style. You don't know what's going to happen when you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs. You don't know who's going to, who's going to get on a roll. How many times have we seen that eight seed? Have we seen that lower seed, a squad like the LA Kings back in the day, just put together a hard-hitting, slobber-knocking style of hockey, and drive their way through seven-game series after seven-game series, Ottawa, a few years back, nearly got themselves on a cup run. Like, you never know what the playoffs will bring and what you can do to a, to a, another squad in a seven-game window as an NHL team. There's a ton of talent, a ton of teams that should win it. You look at it right now, I mean, it should be Colorado and Florida. They're the two best rosters, two best teams. If we're talking paper, we're talking brass tacks. I mean, it's how it goes. But guess what? Stanley Cup playoffs, baby. Anything can happen. 16 teams, one cup. That's what they're saying on NHL.com. That's what you see on the bracket challenge. I love the slogan. I love the marketing work right there by the NHL. 16 teams, one cup. Lucas, we, we're going to make picks today. And, and what I want to introduce in, as we introduce my right-hand man, Mike, and say, they already won't from another mayor, is a style of bracket selection by the two of us today. Similar to what we do with our power rankings, Lucas, we will be using kind of confidence points, you call them. You see it during like bowl season on ESPN.com. We will pick the first eight games, the first, the first eight series with a confidence point selection strategy. So eight points will denote your guaranteed win. If you look at Colorado against Nashville and you say the avalanche are going to be an absolute avalanche of goals, it's a four-game sweep. Guess what? That's an eight point situation right there. If you look at a series and you say, man, St. Louis and Minnesota is going to be a barn burner down to the wire. I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be a toss up in game seven. You'll put a one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You use one of each number. So you have to use all eight numbers. Lucas and I will do this secretly right now. Lucas hit the fast forward button. We've done it. Look at that. Oh my gosh. That was so fast. Magic of editing. We've done it. We've edited forward. All right. So, Lucas, where do you want to start the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference? I say we start in the Western Conference. 
I think I think that is. I mean, I think it is the weaker conference. That might be offend some folks Whoa. who are listening, uh, but I, I think I think we start there. All right, number one, what I will tell you, when a conference is weaker, a lot of times you see a Stanley Cup champ come out of it. Why? little less of a slugfest coming out. Whoever makes it out of the East, no matter who it is, they're going to be battle tested, but they're also going to be battle wary. They're going to be tired, man. They're going to be they're going to be absolutely spent to make a cup run out of the Eastern Conference, no matter where you're coming from. The Western Conference, you look at Calgary, man. Nothing against Dallas, but a little shaky right there in that first round. And then Edmonton versus the LA Kings. I don't know if we've seen a, a series in the first round at <laughs> that ilk. I mean, not, nothing against the fan bases, but I mean, I, I think Wiz, uh, Whitney and Biz they were calling a they were calling the LA Kings an AHL franchise. So that's a that's a rough take by them. But yeah. you look at Edmonton versus LA. It's whoever you play, man. Look at Ottawa. Ottawa made a run a few years back and it became the worst team in hockey. So you never know how it's going to play. Yeah. I, I looking at that one, that that's one that you're not quite sure just because you don't, you don't even know what that game's going to look like. Right. Like <laughs> you look at, you look at Edmonton and, and, you know, I, I think that's a, a team that, you know, at least I think so. That's a, that's harsh to call them an AHL team. That's, yeah, so that's a little, a little tough. Take. Yeah. A little, tough, <laughs> little tough take, but let's get into it. First one, top first round series for the Preds. All right, they kind of back into the postseason here. Wild card number two, Nashville Predators taking on a Colorado Avalanche team that for the last three years, I feel like we always say they should win it. I feel like I always pick them to win the cup. Lucas, who do you got in the series and what point total are you putting on? I've got Colorado with my number with eight confidence points. I, I've watched a little bit of Preds hockey this year and I don't think there's anything special going on in there in Nashville, especially up against the Avs. Yeah, I got you. I'm in the same place with you. I think the biggest thing you're going to look at with Colorado and it's been their biggest issue year after year when they come to the postseason, are they going to get what they need on the blue line and is the net going to stand tall? And with Kemper and Francouz in there, I mean, you've got Kemper, you've got the opportunity to stop some pucks. Big thing on the Preds side, I don't, I don't think they're going to just absolutely run away with it defensively. I, I got an eight as well on Colorado. I think Colorado is going to run this thing out the building. I think you can look at guys, the depth in scoring, Burakovsky. You look, at, you look at some of the guys that can do some things on this team. I like Colorado. I think that's an easy pick. We put them at an eight. So we got Colorado through. That's easy. So in, in that case, for you folks at home, if I were to say Colorado with an eight and Lucas were to say Col- uh, Nashville with a six, we would have, as a team, selected Colorado. That's how that would work. The higher mm-hmm. number gets the pick. Next up, Lucas, we look at the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues. There is no more meaner series in hockey in this first round. You might call the West Western Conference here the, the lesser in the postseason, but this might be the best series of the first round. Minnesota, St. Louis, you look at the addition of Marc-Andre Fleury and net for Minnesota. Talbot's in that room as well in case anything goes wrong. On the St. Louis side, this team knows what a playoff run looks like. This team knows how to go from worst to first. Minnesota-St. Louis, who do you got? What's the number? Well, this is uh, this one I've got Minnesota. And an interesting note, uh, Jackie Redman from NHL Network has the Minnesota Wild playing the New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup on her bracket this year. Oh. Yeah, which is an interesting take uh, for sure. The uh, the Lucas Jones household will have an interesting time 
if that actually comes to pass uh, with with my significant other being a Minnesota Wild fan. Um, so we'll we'll wait on that. I think the Wild are going to win here. Um, I've got a confidence number of four, though, because the Minnesota Wild are riding an incredible hot streak right now. Uh, everything is firing for them, and that worries me just, just a touch, right? Because when you ride that hot streak, sometimes the wheels come off around halfway through a season. I've got Minnesota with a confidence number of four. It's funny. I have the blues here and this is the first place where the confidence numbers are going to come into play. So we'll tell you what our individual brackets are after this, but you look at this matchup here and, and you see a a Minnesota team that against St. Louis, I just, they haven't matched up well with St. Louis and the biggest problem they have on the penalty kill this year, 75% success rate against one of the best power play units in the game at a 27% clip for St. Louis. This is where special teams comes into play. And I love Kaprizov. I I love Zooks. I love, love the squad there. I love the addition of Marc-Andre Fleury, but I just don't know. I I don't, I don't know if that magic is going to be enough against this blues team. I think the blues, they have a capability to kind of play the game off the ice, if you know what I mean. Like they mm-hmm. kind of can pull the thing outside the arena. They can they can pull you into the parking lot and rough you up if they need to. They can play, they can play every style of game you need to make a playoff run. I like St. Louis a lot. You'll hear about that when we get to picking our brackets and we do our bracket challenge. I will tell you this much. If I'm right, Jackie Redmond will be very wrong in her picks and, and Minnesota <laughs> will be knocked out. I just think when St. Louis runs into the Minnesota Wild, I think it usually goes the Blues way. But this is one of my lesser confidence picks. I gave the Blues a two. Ooh. So Lucas is four for the Wild and two for the Blues. Gives it to the Minnesota Wild, Lucas. The Wild move on in the Dan K. Show tandem bracket challenge. So that'll be Colorado, Minnesota in the next round. Next up. Oh, go ahead. What do you got? No, I was say, you know, this this feels like what just happened feels like when you or I in a scramble team and we've got two ten to the pin and you say, just hit that three wood. I have a confidence factor of about four hitting my three wood from two ten, but you're gonna make <laughs> me do it anyway. Um immediately sweating. But you know what? I, I I like your I like your points and I really like this confidence factor thing. I think it makes things a little bit interesting. It's interesting. This is our tandem one. We'll we'll post what our individual brackets are after this well. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if are we better as a team or are we better individually? I think the golf will tell you that we're better individually. We <laughs> do not like working together. Apparently, if you give Lucas or Dan, if you say, hey guys, you guys both shot best round of your life today, go play another 18, but together. We will shoot Miserable. 156. We'll but every single every single time Lucas sticks it within three feet in a par three, I'll stick it two and a half. Dan hits it 265 off the tee. Lucas will hit it 310. You know, we'll, we'll be dead center of the fairway no matter what we do. But let's get to the next one here. Calgary, Dallas. This is this is another one of these situations, Lucas. You look at this Dallas team, and the only team in the postseason that allows more goals than they score. Mm-hmm. That is not a stat you want to see coming out of the postseason. It's a Dallas team that, to me, I, they don't jump off the paper the way they used to. Like I, I used to be number one Dallas supporter. I will tell you, I have been burned by the flames, pun intended, a zillion times. The, the Calgary Flames, man, you look at it, it Goudreau, the, the man from South Jersey, our hometown, like the, this guy should be tearing it up in the postseason. Will he? That's a bigger question. Holtby, Wedgwood, Nett, Markstrom, Vladar, like 
you could you could stand in your head. You could get the net mining. You could figure out a way if you're Dallas. But I just, for me, who do you got, Lucas? Calgary, Dallas, and what number? I've also been burned by the Flamey Boys uh, a few times already this season. But I, I've got Calgary. I just don't think, I mean, the defense isn't there, right? And you look at some of the offensive superstars that, that they've got in, in Ben and Robertson, and those guys produce, but the problem is, is they produce very inconsistently. They might be the us of uh, the Dallas Stars. Um, so I go with Calgary. I've got them with a, a confidence rating of six here. I, I think that this is one that's that's kind of easy we've, to see. We've picked three so far, and once we've been different, but the two times we picked the same team, same exact confidence number as well. We, we each go. have a six. Flames with a six. This is exactly it's our it's exactly our golf game. This is exactly it. Flames <laughs> six, Avalanche eight. All right, so that's it. That's an easy one. I mean, you look at it. This Flames team's too good this year. You just coach Suter back there. Like you, you, you look at the coaching staff. You look at the the brains behind the operation. I'm going to tell you right now. I'll, I'll hint at the fact that I think this is a Canadian year in the postseason. I think mm-hmm. this could be very Canadian. I think we could be singing Oh Canada" at the Stanley Cup potentially only O Canada at the Stanley <laughs> Cup because I think, I think on the other side, you look at Toronto, we'll have to get to it in a bit, but Toronto's a team that they're either going to get bumped in the first round or watch out for them. If they win a series, they're going to be a man on a mission, a group of them. We'll see. Last pick in the Western conference, first round Edmonton Oilers, LA Kings. We've already told you what we think about that series. Lucas, who you got? Oh boy. Well, you here's the thing i don't like to always rely on analytics when it comes to the postseason um however when you look at the kings and you look at how dismal their power play percentage is 16 percent it is it is not good and i think what happens when a team like that falls behind they commit a bunch of penalties edmonton's gonna dump on them however you look on the other side and you realize that despite some of the, the late good games that Edmonton's played, their season's been very inconsistent on the defensive end. They are prone to some wild swings, offensively, defensively. So I've got Edmonton. This is where I snuck in my confidence rating of one. One for Edmonton. Wow. Because I, I truly think that this is something where if Edmonton swings too wildly, Edmonton swings wildly in the wrong direction, the, the Kings throw two games on top of it. And then it just becomes uh, it becomes a toss up. If if the if the Kings can win one of the first three games, I think this becomes a, a huge toss up series. What I'll tell you is if the King if the Oilers don't win this one, I mean I don't know when they make a run with McDavid on that roster. No, because this is this is you could not be more set up if you're Connor McDavid and you're Edmonton to make a statement making run this year and go to the Cup. You're talking LA Kings in the first round. You're talking potentially a team you know really well in Calgary in the second round or Dallas, who you should run right over yep. if you are Edmonton. If Dallas somehow finds a way past Calgary, you better run over them. And then you're, you're dealing with either an avalanche team, a blues team, a wild team out of that northern part of the bracket there that, I mean, Colorado just always finds a way to lose in the postseason. No matter how good they are in the regular season, no matter how much they dominate, no matter how many goals they put up, no matter the differentials all season long, when they get to the postseason, it's a different game. It's a tough game. That you know, The best team doesn't always win in the Stanley Cup playoffs when you talk talent. Right. It's a team that's going to scrape it out. I don't think Edmonton's a team that can scrape it out. I do think that they better get by LA. They better beat LA. Yeah. 
Well, I'm giving them a four. I picked the Oilers with a four, so I used my four there. Okay. So, so far, Lucas has used his eight, his six on the Flames in Colorado. I used my eight and six on the same two teams. He used his one on the Oilers. I used my four. And he used his four on the Wild. I used my two on the Blues. So, the only person right now who has not gotten one of his picks in, Dan Kay, with the St. Louis Blues. So, we are all chalk in the West using this confidence point strategy. I think it's going to be very chalky using this confidence point strategy. I really do. Let's go to the Eastern Conference side. Florida, Washington, of the four matchups, this one seems like the least toss-up of all. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Florida has just, I would say, come out of nowhere, but they haven't, right? I mean, they, they're they a good team. They're a scary team. 122 points, over four goals per game, under three goals against, good power play numbers. I... It's just been so much fun watching them this year. And and as good as the Capitals are, they're not Florida good. So I've got Florida uh, with a confidence rating of seven here. We did it again. Look at us. So we, so it's we, almost like we work together. Well, yeah, the I mean, the Abs, the Panthers, and the Flames, you look at it, the way that I looked at it was Colorado with the eight. I mean, Colorado, again, you talk better win. They and Edmonton are in the same category of better win. Florida is not a better win team. They don't have to win because this is it's house money this year with them, right? They're at the beginning of this thing. They go out, they bring in Giroux. They've made all the right moves in that market down there in Southern Florida that needed an injection of success in the hockey world to really revive it, revitalize it and bring people back to the rink. They've done exactly that. So I think if you're the Panthers, it's house money. If you make a run, you win the cup, which they certainly can do with this roster absolutely incredible you know you've been dealing with tampa winning back-to-back cups you're looking up upstate there you're looking to northern florida you're looking to dan case home area and you're saying ah, we need to outdo these guys once they're going to have that opportunity that's a seven for me it's a seven because of the the ability there ovi's getting old man you know that that capitals yeah. roster i don't think they have what they need in net and and you just look at them i just you know, maybe if they brought up their uh, fifth-round draft pick, Lucas, and, and put him in net for the series, Chase Clark, I feel a little bit more confident. I don't. Washington, I think it's a sweep. I think Florida rolls right through this series. I don't think it's close. I think the Panthers are going to make a statement in round one. I got the Panthers at seven. Let's go to the most intriguing series in my mind. This is the most intriguing series. Tampa's won back-to-back cups off of a late ending COVID year and then coming back and winning a cup again, they shouldn't have anything left in the tank at this point. They should be exhausted. They should be run down. They come into the postseason with Stammer putting up a zillion points. The team's on fire. Vasilevsky, he's kind of where you want a goaltender to be coming into the playoffs, not playing well. Look at what happened with Holpe when he got benched right before the postseason. Yeah, benched in game one for Grubauer. And then winds up putting his best postseason ever together and wins a cup for cap for the Capitals. Matt Murray in Pittsburgh, similar. You, you look at it right now, Vaz is where I want him to be. A place where he's got to mentally resettle and get himself in and lock down for this series. Toronto, Tampa. Is it finally the end of the road for the Tampa Bay Lightning? Lucas, your confidence pick here. We've we've picked our top three numbers, so neither of us were super confident about this pick. I think that there is something that's not quite right in Toronto. Okay. Something with this Maple Leafs team where they get into big situations and the lights shine pretty bright and they just can't get it done. 
Like they, it, I, I know, I don't want to be the guy that relies on the cliche. Like, oh, the team that hasn't won won't win. But you, you, when you watch those games, there's just something that looks fairly anemic about them when it comes time for, for postseason play. Um, I think the Lightning have been good enough down the stretch. I think their defense is a little better. I'm willing to take the offset in terms of how incredible Toronto's power play has been. And I'm willing to take the offset that the Lightning have better defense. When it comes time for playoffs, the best defense wins hockey games. I've got the Tampa Bay Lightning. In my bracket, I've got them in four. In four games, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I have a confidence pick, though, Dan, of two because I know you get into trouble when you pick with your heart rather than your head here. And I will be, I know enough about myself to know that I might be picking a little bit with my heart. I look at this series and for the first time, I'm going to tell you, Toronto's the better team. I think that's a, that's a pretty shaky statement right there, right? You look mm-hmm. at it, Tampa's won the last two cups. Tampa continues to dominate. Tampa continues to make playoff runs. They continue to put themselves in positions like this. I feel like, Toronto should win. I like Giordano. I like Morgan Riley. I like Nylander. I like, obviously, Austin Matthews. You look at this squad. I hear a butt coming, Dan. (laughs) A butt is coming. A butt is coming. And it is the major butt. Tampa just knows how to win. And what they've proven over the last two years is it doesn't have to always be pretty. And Mm -hmm. any team that can play with with the stammers of the world and still win ugly is a team that I'm behind. And when you got, you know, the biggest difference maker on Toronto for me is the physicality of Wayne Simmons coming in. And I think that changes the room. But what happens is if Wayne Simmons is playing against Boston, if the Bruins beat the Tampa Bay Lightning out to this three spot and the Bruins came in the town, I'm Toronto all day. I think they beat up on the Bruins. I think they roll through that series. They move on. You put Patty Maroon out there. You got the same toughness in this Tampa Bay lineup. You got guys that are willing to hit there, willing to block pucks, willing to, willing to drop the mitts if they need to. I just, I have Tampa with a three. So you had a two, I had a three. I picked Tampa. Toronto's got to show me, you know what I mean? They got to actually do it to, to be thought of as a team that can make it out of the first round. What I'm going to tell you is this. If Toronto wins the first round series against Tampa, I guarantee they make it to the cup. Interesting. Because I guarantee with that much talent, with that that much ability, if they beat Tampa, it means they they got a hot net minder. It means things are going well for them. That's the only way they're going to win that series. I'm telling you right now, if Toronto makes it out of the first round, they will make it to the final round. But I'm not picking them. You know, I, I like I like the end with on that with that because I have I have something similar I think that I had prepared for this, and All it's right. because if the Lightning win Game One, they have won the entire series. I think that the the mental state of the Maple Leafs when you have that sword hanging over your head, right? It's like the Minnesota Twins playing the playoff against the Yankees. If those two teams ever get into a playoff series that's more than one game. All the Yankees have to do is win game one because when you're battling that monkey on your back and all of a sudden the monkey might be right, it's really hard to get that off you. And I think between, between that and 
between Vaz. I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it either. Tampa Bay gets through. Again, Toronto wins the first round series. You heard it here first. They will win the cup. I'll tell you that much. If they get out of the first round, if they beat Tampa, they roll. Is that the Dan K bump? That's Dan K bump. <laughs> That's exactly the Dan K bump. If they don't win the first round series, then I'm right because I picked Toronto. So that's how that works, Lucas. There you go. Dan K. Bump. Let's go on to the next one. We have two more first-round series. This is where I get interested. Carolina and Boston. I could see Carolina raising the cup as well. I could see Boston just being Boston. Going from Carolina to have to play up at the Garden in Baston, Massachusetts, in front of that home crowd in Baston, if you're not up two games to O, if you're not running away with that series as Carolina, if this is 1-1, which I think it's going to be, going back to Boston, best of luck to this Hurricane side. I know they're more talented. I know on paper they should win 10 times out of 10. I'm picking the Bruins. Ooh. Okay? This is, I think, the biggest upset in the postseason that will happen. I have the Bruins in seven with a one confidence rating though. So if you pick Carolina with anything more than a one, which you have more than a one left. So if you're picking Carolina, you're putting Carolina through. I think the Bruins, you just, the veteran leadership in that locker room. I don't think anybody in this postseason has a better room when it comes to the guys that need to get the job done to get the boys rolling. I've got the Bruins. And as a New York based fan, that is a difficult thing to say. (laughs) Yeah, well, see, now I feel bad because I didn't pick the Bruins. And I feel like I, I didn't want to outmaneuver you with my confidence ratings. But I I look at Carolina and obviously, you know, the the Rangers got some experience with Carolina towards the end of this season. And, man, you want to talk about a team that just looks terrifying. There is There is a ferocity to this Carolina team. There it is it is no nonsense puck handling. It is skating forward at all times. Aho and Svechnikov are just this this dynamic duo. And the the thing is, is it doesn't end with them, right? Teravinen is absolutely electric, right? You go to you look at Niederreiter too and the job that he's done this year with forty four points on the season and a, tw- a plus twenty nine. So I just think this is one of the deepest teams we've ever seen. I, I also hate Boston. Maybe that was part of it. But I, I think that the, this Carolina team is is one of those is one of the deepest teams that we've seen so far. I've got Carolina with a confidence number of five. Let I, me I will say this. You. Go ahead. I think it's gonna go seven games. I think it's gonna go seven. Let me tell you this fun fact. If you fleece the Rangers roster, you tend to win the cup. The Tampa Bay Lightning, a.k.a. Rangers South, proved that when they went and got McDonough. They went and got all the boys up there, J.T. Miller. When they brought in a bunch of guys from an organization that was right on the cusp of winning but tends to not know how to get over the hump. We know how to put it. We know how to find the talent. We know how to cultivate the talent. We never push them over the hill. We never get them to the other side. What happens is we bring everybody. We're like a farm system for the rest of the gosh darn Eastern Conference. (laughs) And look at this Carolina team. Tony D'Angelo, Brendan Smith, Brady Shea. You're talking about Stepan. You're talking about Jesper Faust. 
This is the New York Rangers. Yep. This Carolina Hurricanes team are all New York Rangers grown talent that then got sent on over to Carolina to go win. So I get it. I get why you would pick the Hurricanes because if, if history holds out, the Lightning have started to shed some of that Rangers talent they brought in. So they should come back down to earth while Carolina raises this new group of Rangers stars to a gosh darn cup. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me that like Anisimov is going to come back to the States and be playing for Carolina. I feel like this is an this is an argument you've had with with the wall in your apartment before watching a Carolina Hurricane game. Hundred percent. It is so frustrating every time the Rangers get fleeced by Carolina. Every time Carolina goes out there and makes them look like they're standing still and just beats them everywhere but the power play. It is not fun to watch. Let's get to the Rangers series. All right. So the Hurricanes make it through. Dan Kay had the only two differing picks have gone the way of Lucas Jones. He has strategically used his power plays. To make those picks, this is an interesting start. All chalk except for Tampa. Will there be an upset in the Rangers-Penguins series? Let me take off my bias hat real quick after my rant about the Rangers. I told you how I feel about them actually getting over the hill and winning with the talent they cultivate. Can they do it? They can score on the power play, but even strength, they are not so even with their opponents. Uh Lucas, Rangers-Penguins, what are you doing? Oh, well, you know, I think I think if I take off my bias hat as well, oh, yeah, you, you have to look at two teams that are pretty familiar with each other. And the Rangers have had good success against Pittsburgh this year. They have. Um, not historically, but I, I think they've had good success this year. They're three and one. They're at a plus seven goal differential. Um decent enough on special teams to survive. I think the big thing here is what worries me is they've given up 12 penalties against Pittsburgh uh, in those four games. The Rangers need to stay out of the box, man. That's that's number one. You, you, can't, you can't get into a situation like that because as Ranger fans, we know that even though the penalty kill might be at 82%, it is miserable watching the Rangers on the penalty kill. So as long as the Rangers can stay out of the box, I've got the Rangers here. In my bracket, I've got them in six games. I think this could very, very easily become a very dangerous game if the Rangers don't shut it down. If the Rangers get an elimination game and they they mess it up, then I think I could see the Penguins going through. Um, But right now, I will be stopping the march of the Penguins. And I have the Rangers with a confidence number of three. I just watched a show called Penguin Town. And it is high stress if you are a fan <laughs> of penguins. So these, these penguins, they're called jackass penguins, Lucas. And mm-hmm. the reason why they're called that is because they honk and they sound like donkeys. Okay. Other reason they're called that is because folks in South Africa, and they, they're very clever. And they call them that because they'll literally just walk into your home if you leave your door open. They just kind of run the place because they're always looking for nesting spots. So they just do whatever the heck they want. They roam the cities, they walk in the stores, and you're not allowed to touch them because they're so endangered. So you just have to let them go. So they'll make nests in your backyard, they'll make nests everywhere, but everything in the world wants to eat them. And all their nests are in the city. So they're called that because also, like, that's not a great survival technique to have to, as a penguin, walk down a highway for a mile and a half to get back to the ocean every time you need to go fish, which is every day, because you have to continually eat. Yeah, that seems like not a great, not a great move on their part. Maybe a lot of better places they could probably end up. 100%. They're the only warm weather penguin as well. So very interesting. Penguin Town on Netflix. Check it out. 
but I got to go with the Rangers here. I, if there's one team other than the Capitals that I always feel confident with the Rangers taking on in a postseason series, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. It, there's something about when the Rangers play Pittsburgh, they kind of step up. The talent in Pittsburgh is slowing down a little bit. You know what I mean? There's a little less gas in the tank when you talk about the Sid, the kids and the Malkins. And, you know, you look at this Rangers team, they're young, they're quick, they're skilled. And Ryan Reeves is such a difference maker. It's amazing what one guy who's physical enough to protect the, the whole roost, right? That one big penguin amongst a bunch of other penguins in the room. Like, and you look at Ryan Reeves, man, this is a guy who just, he, he protects the boys. He gets out there and you know, he's on the ice when he jumps over the boards. He's a difference maker. He's changed his team. He is the unsung MVP of this roster. When Mark Messier called the boys out last year and called out the front office, when guys were getting knocked out by Tom Wilson and no one was able to respond, yep. people were losing fights in retaliation and said, is this really Rangers hockey? Are we going to be this soft? They woke up, they stepped up, they did what they needed to do. I think they did enough to get through the first round series. I've got the Rangers with a five. They were the only, only non-number one seed that I gave one of my five through eights. So they were the most confident I was about a non-number one moving on. So I had Colorado with an eight, Panthers with a seven, Flames with a six, Rangers with a five, Oilers four, Tampa three, Blues two, Bruins and an upset with a one. But the teams that make it through, we have Colorado, Minnesota. We have Calgary, Edmonton in the all-Canadian matchup. Florida, Tampa, which Dan Kay will be going to a lot of hockey games down here if that happens. <laughs> and Carolina, versus the New York Rangers. Lucas, quick contabulations. Put together your four. I've already done it. I have already so, done it as well. Oh, look at <laughs> Come on. Come, come on. on. We didn't even need the magic of technology there. All right, let's start. Colorado, Minnesota. Avalanche, wild. The Avalanche, again, we talk about it. Best team in hockey this year on paper. We got to play the game on ice. We got to play the series out on ice. A Minnesota team that Dan Kay doesn't even have getting out of the first round. Dan Kay does have St. Louis in his bracket upsetting Colorado. So does he do the same with Minnesota? Do I think Minnesota is in the same place to beat Colorado at St. Louis is? I don't. But do I think that Colorado could get beaten in the net minding department in a series like this? I certainly do. I'm going, Lucas. I'm going to start with the first pick. You've been picking first a lot. I'm going to start with the wild upsetting the Colorado avalanche. Ooh. And I'm going to put that confidence at a three. So the first pass of my bracket had Minnesota playing Calgary in the conference final. Okay. And then I looked at Colorado and I think everything you said is correct. I won't, I won't go back through it. What I will add to that conversation is the same thing that I said about Toronto. Toronto, for those folks who want to actually pronounce it properly. It's Toronto. Um, is that when you have that, that sword over your head, right? When you have that expectation of not being able to perform in these playoff series, of being of the best team consistently out of the regular season and still not getting to where you need to be, that's really, really difficult. Um. The Wild have a, are a team with a lot of energy. I think the Av the Avalanche to me feel a lot like the like a like the like the stormtroopers from Star Wars. There's a lot of them. They're very shiny. They're very impressive. 
but they're they're just they're just too cold. There's no passion on that team. Uh, and I might be wrong. Might be very subjective. I do have Colorado moving on in my bracket, but I only assign them a confidence rating of one because I Whoa. truly think that this is a toss-up game. So the one versus the three, Dan K sends the Minnesota Wild onto the next round. So the Minnesota Wild upset Colorado because of Dan Kay's confidence pick, and the Avs are vanquished. Vanquished. I I love that 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 flurry trade. That flurry oh, trade is just incredible. incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, and this is a team that can employ both of their netminders. Like I'm a big Cam Talbot guy. I'm Cam mm-hmm. Talbot through and through. But this is a team that hot hand. You ride the hot hand. If somebody yep. gets cold. You go right to the bench. You go right to the next guy. You do not wait around. Let's get to series number two. The Calgary Flames taking on the Edmonton Oilers. This one would be a fun one for the fans. This one will be fun. Um, you you got to give Canada some recognition here. They, they're pr- producing, uh, I think, at least in this series. This might be a fun one for fans of the over um the, this series entirely if it gets down to it i think once again the offense from calgary is just going to be too dominant yeah they're just going to be firing pucks into the back of the net left and right not that there's anything to say against edmonton in that regard but i, I think it's just more of an indication of how good calgary actually is um you know their, their penalty kills good their power play solid no issues there i've got calgary here i've got them with a confidence interval of three do you say on. confidence interval? Are we calling these intervals now? <laughs> uh, a confidence interval. Of... <laughs> Hold on. Let me just push my glasses a little farther up my face. Uh, confidence number, confidence rating of uh, of three. All right. You gave it a three. I. This is Edmonton's chance. This is McDavid's chance. You know, and, and you look at it, it's it's hard to put the, the onus on someone like that in the game of hockey and to say, you know what? Somebody's got to do something. Someone's got to do X, Y, Z. Somebody's got to make something happen in a certain situation. But you look at this team, this team's got enough talent in the room compared to Calgary. I don't think Calgary is unbeatable. I don't think they're world beaters compared to Edmonton. And McDavid's the best player on the ice every time he jumps over the boards. He can change a game. He can change a situation. He can live in the footsteps of of Wayne Gretzky, go go raise that cup this year. And this is going to be the easiest road probably in in a postseason outside of leaving Edmonton that he's ever going to get. And this is going to be an LA Kings team in the first round, a Flames team in the second round. They should win. But I say should because, again, I just like what, what, what Suits is doing here with this Flames side. I like the way they're playing the game of hockey right now. And I'm willing to get hurt again, baby. I'm willing to get <laughs> hurt. I'm willing to let the Calgary Flames continually break my heart. When you ask Dan Kay, who's this, who's this Canadian team? It's usually Calgs. It's usually the Flamey boys. You know what yep. I mean? Nothing like – Nothing like for the for the folks at home who know a little something, you know, nothing like a Sunday night during football season, 1005 flame start to try to revive the masses, if you know what I mean, to try to try to bring things back after the Giants let you down yet again. And that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? It's, it's love of the game, part of it all. I got the flames with a four confidence rating. This is my most confident pick. Okay. Is that the flames are coming out of this group. So we both picked the flames. Lucas, you were the three. Mm-hmm. Me with a uh, four. So that means I've used my two highest confidence ratings. I'm most confident about the Western Conference picks. I am less confident about the Eastern Conference that I think is just so talented. Anybody can win. I wouldn't be surprised. 
So our one matchup to go to the cup, Minnesota Wild Calgary Flames. Let's see what the other side will be. Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning. Who wins the Battle of Florida after the Battle of Alberta? Well, I think I think Florida is going to win here. I I just that again that that team to me is a a terrifying team to try to play. I'm willing to give what some commenters are starting to say about about Florida. Right, I'm willing to admit that yes. A team that is largely based on its offensive production. If the offense gets shut down, they're in trouble. But that's like saying if your car runs out of gas, you're in trouble. Yeah, of well, course, well, right? Well, like that's, that. That's it. Well, yes, I they. Yes, I will give you that. What I will yeah, say though is that. that he has a tendency. If there's a lot of traffic around the net, he has a tendency to get in trouble. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. If if you lose the offensive production, as we both know, what do you lose, right? You lose the ability to push the puck. You're constantly playing defense. You're in a situation you're constantly playing defense against somebody, then you get into trouble. That being said, I think that I think that Florida I think the Florida Panthers are going to win. They got my four rating. I just you know I, I, I get what everyone is saying. I will at least say that. Normally, I, I, I kind of like to, to razz on people who go, well, if the offense stops performing. Well, yes, of course, if the offense stops performing. I don't think it will. I, I've got Florida with a four here. Want to know my key to the series, Lucas? You're going to like this one. What is it? Ben Sherratt. Ben Sherratt, baby. Yeah, the there we go. The Florida Panthers, the <laughs> chariot, as we call them, Ben Sherratt. This guy, I think, I think the blue line will do enough for Florida in this case, we have Tampa against Florida, so it changes my pick, right? If it's Toronto against Florida, I pick Toronto. Tampa against Florida, at some point, the magic has to go away. At mm-hmm. some point, you got to run into the buzzsaw. Florida is a well-rested, ready-to-go wagon taking on a Tampa Bay Lightning team in their 9 millionth year of consecutive hockey. They have been playing yep. a lot of hockey. I'm going Florida Panthers. Tell you what, Dan, you, you want to know what the most uh, most dangerous championship lead in hockey is? Two championships. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most dangerous Probably. championship lead in hockey. That's Two just a lot. Lead. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to win other than Tampa this yeah. year. I think this is where you run into it. What do you have as your number there, Lucas? That was my four. So I used my two. So that means I have my one left for the Carolina Rangers series, and Lucas still has his two. So Lucas's pick will be the pick for this matchup. So who, Lucas, I'll let you go. Who will play the Florida Panthers to go to the cup in the Eastern Conference? The Carolina Hurricanes, a.k.a. Rangers Mid-South or Rangers Mid-Atlantic, or the New York Rangers? Dan, I can't get hurt again. I, you and I, after, after an event, we hyped ourselves up last year. To think that the Rangers are we we hyped ourselves up to think that the Rangers had that shot. Yep. And they they did not. <laughs> I mean, and this I will say this, this Ranger team is much better than that. They are it's probably one of the better Rangers teams in recent memory. But I just got done talking about how crazy good Carolina is, how scary good Carolina is. I think this is an example where you can go to the season series. Four games played, Rangers are one and three. Their games are close. They're only a minus four goal differential, um, but they're just not good on the power play against Carolina, and I think that's what gets you into trouble. If you can't produce on the power play, if you're the Rangers, that's, as you said earlier, that's where the Rangers get their success from, is from taking advantage of the power play. 
And if they can't do that, they're not going to make it as much as this pains me. I'm going to go with Carolina with a with my last confidence rating of two. I picked the Rangers with a one, and I did that so I could hopefully throw you under the bus with the last pick and make you pick against <laughs> the Rangers. And that's that's where we stand. That is the Dan K bump. So when the Rangers win, I will blame you for us getting that one wrong, but I will also be very excited. So I probably won't be probably it's, won't be an angry blame. It's win win for us. If the Rangers lose, our brackets right. If the Rangers win, the Rangers win, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One and a two now. This is where there could be a tie. How will we solve a tie? We'll see first. Well, if we tie both of them, well, if we tie one, we'll tie the other. So if we tie both of them, one of us will have to take one game and the other will have to take the other. So let's pick, see if we have any ties, if we have any differences of opinion. Minnesota Wild, Calgary Flames. Making my pick right now. Panthers, Hurricanes. Ooh. Man. Who is right? <laughs> Who is very much right? <sighs> All right. Flames, Minnesota Wild. I can't pick the Wild here because the only reason why I picked the Wild is my absolute stance that the Avalanche will blow it at some point in this run. So I'm going with the Flamey Boys. Again, break my heart. When Dallas wins it in four games in the first round and the Flames are out, like last time <laughs> I picked the Flames to make a run to the Cup, when the flames are swept out of it, I'm going back. I don't learn from my mistakes, Lucas. I don't get better. I'm going right back to the well. The flamey boys are going to love me again. I'm picking the flames with a confidence rating of dose. So that series that you bet on the flamey boys, that, that you, you had them going past Dallas, and Dallas ended up winning. Um, I had a very good run. And I think I mentioned that to you because I think we talked about that series quite a bit. And I really I really kind of put my money where my mouth was on that. Here, I've got Calgary as well. But, Dan, in an interesting turn of events, I gave them a confidence rating of one. Um, I just, again, I just think the offense is too good. It's just, it, oh, it's, no. it's too good. That means Lucas gets to pick the darn championship in the East. And I know he's going to stink and pick. I picked the Panthers with a one. I picked the Panthers. And I think Lucas <laughs> is going with the Canes. And we're going to have a Calgary Canes matchup because, God forbid, I have picked against the Canes in every one of these rounds. And they're going <laughs> to make it to the championship. This is stupid. Stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> well, the good news is, is this is this could be another another entry is in Dan was right and Lucas was wrong. A recurring segment on the Dan K show. Um, yeah, I've got Carolina again, and that's because I've got Carolina in the Stanley Cup final in my own bracket. I this I don't know. Incredible. You picked so I picked against the Carolina Hurricanes in the first, <laughs> the second. And the third rounds, and they have made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. That is, there's only two people in this group picking. Quite literally, against all odds, <laughs> this team <laughs> has managed to make it. Here's the thing: their penalty kill is 88. percent Their defense has given up like 2.4 a game. You just the the defense is too good. And remember, I I set myself up for this by talking about how I thought. That Florida, there is something to be said for the idea that if the offense struggles, Florida is not as good of a team 
as they seem to be on paper. They're not minding their defense. They cannot handle being overwhelmed simply because they haven't been, right? We've talked about this a bunch with, you know, if you got to – and I think even Coach uh, Tim Kirkostas from the Islanders Hockey Club organization has talked to us about that, right? You, you need to get punched in the face early on in the season. And if you don't, that can hurt you down the road. I think I think Carolina takes this one. I think Carolina goes to the cup. Just, you know, it might be recency bias, but we're pretty unabashed about our what have you done for me lately stance when it comes to these things. So, you know, I go with the the Canes. The worst part about all of this is I have picked against the Carolina Hurricanes in every round. Mm-hmm. And now in the Stanley Cup final, my rule is that anybody who comes out of that four that Calgary or Edmonton were in cannot win the cup just because the hockey gods will not allow it. Right. They will not allow a road of that type to win a cup. It's You saw it with Ottawa. You've seen it with teams of that elk before. It's the Cinderella stories don't raise the cups at the end of the year other mm-hmm. than St. Louis, but St. Louis, they figured it out. They changed the entire way they played the game. There were four lines banging all day long. Guess what that I, means? Calgary versus Carolina <laughs> for the cup. I'll tell you what, if Carolina makes it out of the first round, great. If they make it out of the second round, wow. If they make it to the cup final, I will be certainly shaking their hand, Lucas, because they'll win the cup. I'm picking Carolina to win the cup. If they make it to the cup, they're winning the cup. I think whoever comes out of the East, the only team I would see potentially not winning the cup out of the East if they made it would be the New York Rangers, because I don't think the Rangers ever match up well with that cross-country travel. I don't think they ever match up well on the West Coast. Carolina and Calgary, you are going to be running up your airline mileage to try to get to those two rinks. My Atlanta, that's going to be a travel problem right there. You're going to be up to Calgary and Alberta all the way down to Carolina multiple times. I think Carolina wins that series. I think Carolina wins the cup. And Lucas, I got to imagine you agree. Yeah, I uh, I also agree. Um, but it would have been a, a heck of a reversal of fortune if I had taken Calgary on this one. Honestly, uh, if you did that, you <laughs> could have, and then we would have just had, I would have had, I guess I get all the confidence points then, and that would be how it goes. Uh, but I, I think I agree, right? It's like the Eastern Conference, I think, is a stronger conference right now, uh, 100%. I think that, that the problem is, is that bracket, Carolina, Boston, New York, and Pittsburgh, that's the strongest bracket in this whole thing. Yeah. Right? So, like, yes, you are going to have to battle. Yes, I think Carolina's going to have to play a lot of hockey. I would not be surprised to see, like, seven games, six games, six games for them. Yep. Right? Which, you know, the the NHL playoffs can sometimes feel a little bit like the basketball playoffs with all the travel days in between, right? We're now in month nine of the NHL playoff run. Um, But I just like I, – I like the way Carolina plays hockey, and I've gotten to watch them because they play the Rangers four times this year. I've watched those games. Their defense is so good. I'm a sucker for good defense. You know that. And and I, I just think that when you, you talk about teams from the Western Conference who are not used to playing against good defenses like that, they're just, they're just not. You might disagree with me, and that's fine. But based on the hockey that I've watched this year, I just don't trust any of the defenses that come out of the Western Conference. Yeah, so, I, just, I don't, I don't you know. see one of those teams beating them. If St. Louis were in this cup, I think St. Louis beats a team like Carolina. I think they mm-hmm. can grind it out with them. I, just, I don't see Calgary doing it. I just don't. No, I, I don't. I don't think so either. Again, another team that relies on their offense to to relieve defensive pressure, they go up against a, a team that has good defense, and they get shut down. Because you, the thing is, for a team with good defense against an all offensive team, 
the hockey guys know you don't have to play offense. You just let that defense go to work, right? You you just you stop the offensive movement. You clear the puck out of the zone. You make them constantly change their lines. They can't get into a rhythm. They can't score that first goal, and then all of a sudden you catch them on a bad change. You one, two, three goals up. You know, I just that's that's the way I kind of see it going. That's it. So the Dan K show, Carolina and Calgary in the Stanley Cup Finals using our confidence picks. They kind of run you through the stat line there. Dan and Lucas pick the same. One, two, three, four, five, six times in the first round. The two different picks, Lucas had the confidence points on both. In the next round, Lucas and Dan pick the same one, two times. The other two times, split. Dan K got his wild pick over the Avs. Lucas got his Canes pick over the Rangers. The next round, we differed once. It went the way of Lucas. Dan K only got one pick in this darn thing. <laughs> only one pick because Lucas was strategic. I should have known if I brought math in the equation and it wasn't pool math, I would lose. I would lose immediately. Lucas, let's run through real quick. How many, how many goals in the tiebreaker? I usually put 33 because I like the number. Well, so I in my personal bracket, I have 26. 26? What do you think? It's a four-game sweep? I, I don't think there's going to be as many games as you think, but I think they're going to be closer games. I, I think it's going Over to be a defensive cup. Six and a half a game, five and a half a game. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be – I think you're going to have – because the thing is, in order to get to 26, all you need are two games that are 2-1. Yeah, but I mean also never bet the under. That's a fair That's point. Sure. I, I, on my personal bracket, I'm going to keep 26 because that's what I had. But I, I would go with 33 for the Dan K show bracket. Well, I said 33. You said 26. Let's go 30. 30. Okay. Dan K show bracket submitted. It is official. It is official. Let's see if I can share it on our Dan K show Twitter right now. I'm going to do it live. Should I just share this? <laughs> um, oh, share it. Share no, it. Or take a screenshot of it and send it to me. Yeah, we'll wait. Let's wait a second. Let's let's take a deep breath first. Is it true? Let me email it to you. Here, let me respond. Please emailing. Boom. Please open up your Ask Jeeves account and send it to me as an email. I just Jeeves it to you. So you look at that. You you got the canes for us. All right, real quick, Lucas. Now this one we're gonna we already gone through all of our thoughts on this thing. Let's talk about our personal brackets here. I think we should all kind of know what they are. I'm gonna go here. Let me. Just go through here so I can remember what I did. I have Colorado in the first round. I have St. Louis beating Minnesota. I've got Calgary beating Dallas, Edmonton beating LA. I then have St. Louis beating Colorado. I have Calgary beating Edmonton. And then I have St. Louis beating Calgary to go to the cup. I've got Florida over Washington. I've got Tampa over Toronto, Toronto. I've got Boston over Carolina. I've got the Rangers over Pittsburgh. I've got the Rangers over Boston, Florida over the Rangers, St. Louis versus the Panthers for the cup with the Panthers winning it all. Wow. You really have the blues going all the way to the cup, all the way to the cup. Playoff time, baby. Can't hold anything back. Can't hold anything back. Uh, the Western conference. I've got Colorado over Nashville, Minnesota over St. Louis, Calgary over Dallas, Edmonton over the Kings. Uh, second round, Colorado over Minnesota, Calgary over Edmonton. Conference finals, Colorado over Calgary. Uh, so I've got Colorado actually going all the way to the Western Conference finals. Um, but you, 
you have almost talked me out of that a little bit, but I'm going to stay true. I'm not going to change anything. Um, Colorado in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, Florida over Washington. Uh, Lightning over Toronto. I've got the Hurricanes over the Bruins. I've got the New York Rangers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've actually got the Bruins <laughs> here, Dan. Know, honestly, we should know your Eastern Conference. You've got every pick in the Eastern Conference bracket. So if it's the same, you have the Hurricanes in the line. That's true. I've got Hurricanes over Boston, Rangers over Penguins. I've got the Hurricanes over the Rangers, Florida over the Lightning. Then Florida and the Hurricanes. Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Final and the Hurricanes winning it all. Okay. Okay, so that's it. You have it there, folks. Let us know your brackets. Send them to us at the underscore Dan K Show. Let us know where we're absolute Looney Tunes. Let us know where we're wrong. Let us know what upset you, what made you happy, and just where you're at right now. I know where we're at right now. We're at the end of the show, Lucas. Your parting words for the folks at home. He's got nothing. I don't have much this week. What I will say, GMU Sport, get there right now. It's gmusport.com. Your protein powder, your pre-workout, everything. We got to start getting ready for the season. Next season starts today, May 2nd right now. For you in the USPHL, your season ended a few weeks ago. You should be getting ready to go. For those of you in some of the competitive leagues here around the country playing great hockey still, you guys got to keep rolling as well. We're rolling into the new season and the new year. Get your GMU Sport today. Go to www.gmusport.com. You can order there. You can also check out a fun little link that's being passed around by the great folks at GMU. Ask your coach today about the opportunity to get a big time discount from GMU sport. Reach out to your coaching staffs today, shoot them an email, a text, a call and be like, Hey, how do I get that really, really ridiculously good deal from GMU sport coach? Well, guess what? They're getting an opportunity to do it right now. GMU sport.com. Thank you to all of our other sponsors. Remastered sleep. Stop snoring with just a sip. 10% off at checkout with Dan K Show 2022 in the discount coupon code portion there. Save 10% off today. Stop snoring with just a sip. All of our other sponsors, Selly Salt, everybody. We thank Elite Junior Profiles, EliteJaraProfiles.com. Take your recruiting profile to the next level there. Let them know we sent you. When Dan K is on the mic, it is always hockey night. The cup race begins now. <laughs>